Hello, everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of Crits and Grits. Uh, this is going to be a special one-shot episode uh, where we are DM'd by Abby. Um, we have a lot of moving parts going on right now. People are doing some things, so they're not here tonight. So now we are doing a, a smaller version of this. Uh, Abby is our DM for this. Uh, I'm one of the players instead of uh, the Dungeon Master, which is weird for me. And I'm Alex, by the way, if y'all don't remember that. Uh, we got Jeff here. Hello, Jeff. And we got Gary here. Hello, Gary. I'm here. Alex, how many times? How many times are we going to do? Carl, which you are. Gary, how many times? <laughs> how many times are you going to turn into a robot tonight? <laughs> I'm playing a robot tonight, so the whole time. He's in character. He is in your Wi-Fi is in character. Uh, all right. So, like I said before, um, tonight is not me dungeon mastering. That is going to be all Abby. So I'm going to throw this over to Abby. Take us away into your world of fantasy. All right. That's so not like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> this is a well. Now I'm. Ugh. Okay. This is. I, I don't know. Is it really an extra special world of fantasy? Well, it's my extra special world of fantasy because. The setting doesn't have too much bearing on this, but it's technically set in my homebrew world where everything is ruled by dragons. Yay! Um, but what we are doing today is we are picking up with our three intrepid adventurers. Um, and where we are starting, since we'll just jump right into it, uh, it is a sunny morning at the end of spring. Uh, recent rain has given way to blossoming flowers on the sides of the road that our adventurers are traveling down. Through one circumstance or another, these fellow adventurers found themselves agreeing to all respond to the request for help posted on the request board in the lobby of the Adventuring Guild. It's a simple, handwritten poster that advertised, Farmer seeks help with mystery. Sheep keep changing colors overnight. And below that, it had a small hand-drawn map to the O'Keefe Farm, just down the road, not even far enough to need horses for the short trek. So, as you are all walking and enjoying this sunny day only minutes from arriving at the farm, why doesn't everyone introduce themselves, give a brief description, and tell us how you ended up joining said party, because if you don't tell me how, I will make up something, and it might get gay. Let's go alphabetical order. How about Alex? I'm so unsurprised <laughs> uh so i am playing uh leon he is a leonin uh he's a cleric i'm so uh, angry <laughs> <laughs> uh but he um he is a disappointment to his family uh because he doesn't look like uh, a, a lion as much he looks more like a tiger uh, it's really just because of the way that he shaves the mane, so it looks like he's got stripes. Uh, and he got into this whole adventure because um, he was running short on funds uh, for his church, and he needed to uh, he needed to get some some funds. All right, uh, Gary, Robo Robo Carl. Shepard is a Warforged fighter, uh, really enjoys conversation with people at the Guild Hall, but outside of missions, people don't really see Shepard. Oh, god damn it! I can see you laughing, Abby. I know my audio fucked up again. 
It is. I mean, it's it's not too bad. Yeah, you're in character, and that's what helps. Let's you know what? I'm gonna slap. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna slap the roti filter over and call it a day. Yeah, let's hmm. move to Jeff. Jeff, tell right. us about your dude. Yeah, uh, my name's Barry. Uh, I don't really know why I signed up for this, but like, eh, this was just kind of the, uh, you know, the guild test that seemed right for me, so I just kind of rolled with it. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I'm just, this is my day job. Uh, you know, spells and stuff, that's what I do. Uh, and yeah, most things tend to work out. So, you know, I got a pretty good pretty good mentality about life. Things are pretty good. Uh, also, though, uh, side note, Barry is a hard drinker, like, on the job. <laughs> on or off the job, like, he... It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's, a. Uh, oh, uh, sorry. Uh, since I just talked about the character, uh, he is a halfling. Um, nice little, uh, barefoot dude. Uh, uh, favorite color is red, so that's <laughs> what he typically ends up wearing. He's got this little, like, kind of red tunicky shirt thing. It's kind of some boring pants, whatever. He's not really, like, rolling rich and deep or anything, but, uh, uh, he has some, like, a little darker than, like, I don't know, caramel toned skin. A little darker than that. Has, like, really dark, uh, almost shaggy hair. Uh, um, and then he has like these really audacious mutton chops, um, and yeah, that's him. All right. So those are our three adventurers today, off to help a farmer with his color-changing sheep. Real serious business, guys. Um, so as you are all walking along this road, um, you all see the edges of this farm. Um, in addition to the different fields that have all been sown already, you see a large field with some cows in it, and notice that there's a large flock of sheep as well. And you see almost half of the sheep are all different colors of the rainbow, and they appear to just be peacefully grazing next to their unaffected sheep brethren there in the field, just chilling and doing sheep stuff. Um, as you all enter the O'Keefe farm... Um, a few dogs come running and barking to announce your arrival, and from the barn you see a farmer come out holding a pitchfork that he sets against the side of the barn, and he takes a kerchief out of his pocket and wipes a little bit of sweat from his forehead. Uh, you see he's like a middle-aged human man, got kind of a graying, short-trimmed beard, uh, just like some, you know, plain work clothes on, and he gives you all a little wave as he sees you, and he says... Well, howdy there. Can I help you? Uh, yes, you, uh, you can help us. We are looking for, uh, sheep, I believe. And these appear to be them. I think that's our job. Please pay us. <laughs> well, I, I think you're getting a little bit ahead of yourself here. So, uh, if you're referring to that there poster that I put up in the, the guild, uh, area, it's... You get paid after you help me figure out why they're changing colors. Um, that's typically how it's done, is you get paid after you do the job. That's right. That's, that is my fault. 
I apologize. Uh, I am Leon. Uh, these are my companions. I uh, I don't know their names off the top of my head. <laughs> that's my bad. Hey, that's that's, that's no what problem. Called hey. Shepherd. Uh, I hey. take it. Sh- Shepherd and and uh, hey. uh, Barry here. How you guys doing? I'm good. How are, how are you, Barry? You're doing well today. I mean, well I'm pretty today. good. It's 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 pretty nice out here. Uh, it's pretty nice. Nice little pleasant uh pleasant little farm you got here. Sheep look healthy too. Yeah, they're not doing too bad. Uh, it's a pleasure to meet y'all. My name is George George O'Keefe. Uh, this is my farm. Uh, been working here most of my life. I inherited it from my daddy and his daddy before him. So it's it's a good family business, but. I mean, obviously, you see the, the problem there. And, well, honestly, after I posted up that there poster, I realized it wasn't, wasn't as much as a problem, as much as, you know, an opportunity for profit. See, I sheared one of them there sheeps that was all colorful-like, came back, washed it, not a little bit of that color came out. So, what I'm thinking is... I want y'all to find out who or what is uh, changing their colors, have them come and talk to me, and uh, maybe I can strike up some kind of business deal with them, because they're probably saving me a bunch of money on some dye. Shall this one hurt the sheep for you? Well, they're kind of fine where they are. I got a couple of dogs for that. And Shepard walks out and just starts herding the sheep into one smaller area. Please, please don't heard the sheep they're fine where they are is your friend okay oh yes Uh, hey hey, buddy i I don't think oh he he won't stop he's fine as so long as he gets it out of his system every once in a while uh once that's taken care of he'll be happy he'll be set and we can get him right on our way shepherd have you have you gotten that out of your system yet? Have you run that process through? Affirmative. Fantastic. See, well, he's right as rain. That's that's a thing, I suppose. Well, um, I suppose what you'll be wanting to do is try to figure out, you know, who or what it is. Um, I recommend starting over in them there woods and he points to some woods kind of beyond the edges of the fields that are look like they're just past his property line every time a sheep has returned with a color the dogs always go nuts barking in that direction never did find any tracks and the dogs couldn't find a scent but sheep tracks just appear and disappear and i mean i wish i could be more help but that's all i got Waste time wandering back there and looking when I can, but I ain't got too much help around here, so I ain't got much time, but gold's yours if you can sort this out. Shepard picks up a stick, walks over to George, and drops it at his feet. (laughs) A gift. Uh, He kind of scratches his head and looks at you, almost a little worried, and he slowly bends over and picks it up and says... Well, uh, thanks, I suppose, but, um, yeah, I mean, I would check them there woods. All kind of weird stuff happening, you know, woods that thick. Can I, uh, can I, can I see that, that stick you got there? 
He kind of just shrugs and holds out the stick for you. Ah, thanks, thanks. Uh, and uh, Barry just kind of like snaps off the last like eight to ten inches of that stick, and is like, "All right, cool, cool. This will do fine." And just like kind of, he kind of like tucks it into his belt. George is just looking at you all like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> at this point, but. He's not too concerned because he's already established he's not paying you until you actually do the thing, so... Uh, Shepard would like to walk to the edge of the woods and make a perception check. Oh, oh, oh hold on, hold on, hold on. We, ha- we gotta start this off. This is, this is the beginning of our adventure. We gotta start this off right. So, uh, and, and Barry, like, pops a little pouch uh, on his belt, <laughs> um, and he pulls out a hip flask. And just They're starting a little it. early He's there. like... Uh, to to a great journey, uh, and then he throws some back and offers it over to Leon. Oh, uh, uh, yes, of course. And he makes a sign of uh, of the sun. Uh, it kind of looks like a sun. It's more like a lion's mane. He says, "Glory be to Lord Roar," and he takes a, a very small sip. Mmm, delicious. Oh, sorry, man of the cloth. We drink wine. Oh. Uh, it's fine. Um, it's fine. Uh, hey, Mr. Uh, hey, Chef, oh, you, uh, you want some? Shepard stares at him quizzically. Can Warforged Anyways. drink? Uh, George, here you go, buddy. And he, he holds the flask out to him. He just kind of takes it, shakes his head, just, why not? <laughs> and takes a little swig of it before passing it back. Right. Motions yet again. <laughs> as as uh, I'm assuming that uh, Shepard is like already walking away. Yeah, Shepard's making that perception check. Uh, yeah, Barry's just gonna do a a quick like last little sip before he closes the flask and puts it in his pocket. First All roll right. of the night at twenty one. Oh shit. Um. Yeah. So, well, first off. You're not really seeing anything, um, so it's been a while since the last rain, so the ground isn't too damp in most areas, um, so you're not really seeing any tracks or anything just right here at the edge of the woods, but I will let that perception check carry over. Do you have, like, a specific strategy or anything? Like, what exactly are you all looking for here? I'm looking for... Footprints, torn branches, uh, just anything that doesn't look like it, or anything that looks disturbed. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, for the most part, what you're noticing is that, I mean, along with this pleasant day, these are actually not the worst woods you've ever been in. Um, the pleasant scent of honeysuckle and other floras filling the air, and it's almost picturesque in a way. Um... But the issue with that is that the floor of the forest is littered in pine straw and leaves. And many of the areas that don't have thick clover or other greenery kind of sticking out of them, they just mostly look untouched. But with that 21, as you're kind of going along and, you know, sweeping around, trying to, you know, root out anything, um, you do see a singular sheep's hoof print that... Um, leads you in what you feel like is the right direction. Um, 
Does everyone else want to make a perception or nature check? Uh, or survival. I, would. I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I don't give a fuck. Y'all can do whatever you want. Uh, I'm gonna do a Home perception room. check. I'm gonna do a perception check. Uh, it's less about the woods themselves and more about the sheep. Uh, I'm trying to see if I notice any like pattern or anything with the way these sheep are coming back. Like, is this one coming back red, orange, yellow, green, blue, blah blah blah? blah. Are they coming back in a certain pattern of colors? If that's fine. Oh, that's nice beyond give a book. Uh, that is going to be a 21. Um, they seem to be just kind of random colors, um, just all over the rainbow. You know, you've got black, white, yellow, blue, green, pink, purple, and every other color for the most part. It's a, it's a decent sized flock of sheep. And like a magenta one? A what one? Is it like a magenta one? Yeah, or so you cyan. got magenta, you've got cyan, you've got chartreuse. Um, what about that periwinkle? <laughs> absolutely. There's a periwinkle one standing right next to the ochre one. So, hmm. uh, one second. Nice. There's one I want to make sure that is their colors. Uh, burnt umber is in there too. Yeah. Uh, Anish Kapoor cannot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, the Blast 2.0, uh, I believe, yeah, is what you're you looking, looking for. The for. artist Stuart Simple, S E M P L E. Also, uh, yeah, everybody listening, we're huge supporters of, of Stuart Simple. I'm making that decision for all of us because Anish Kapoor is a douchebag, and he thinks <laughs> that art. He thinks that art is for like the wealthy elites, and he can go fuck himself. So I'm looking for that Vanta black sheep, and it's there. It's definitely there. Um, you realize it's actually black 2.0, and oh. <laughs> it is put there specifically because the farmer agrees. Uh, O'Keefe does not want assholes like Anish Kapoor coming on his farm, so he can't. You know, it's kind of like a natural repellent for assholes. <laughs> But what did everybody else? Okay, so oh, Alex I... rolled a twenty-one. What did Barry get? Uh, Barry is enjoying the trees. They're just beautiful. <laughs> okay. Because all of all of those different categories, I had the same plus zero modifier in them, and I rolled a hot four. So hell yeah, <laughs> he's just so... he's just digging nature. Everything's cool, man. This is great. I'm realizing I should have checked what languages everyone spoke beforehand, but you have lucked out. So I'm going to carry over that uh, 21 from Shepard. But were you saying something? Oh, Shepard immediately stands up and turns around from the hoof print and says, Alarm! Shall we go for a walk, friends? <laughs> In the glorious name of Lord Roar, yes, we should. Lord Roar, Lord of War. And you hear, like, a gentle rhythmic tapping in his armor. (laughs) Slap, slap, slap. Take that as you will. Um, Yes. So, as you are going along, I mean, you guys are all being pretty perceptive, except for maybe Barry, and you're just not really finding much. So, after, you know, a good ten minutes of finding nothing, you all shift your attention a little more up and you know you're checking to see if 
Maybe there's some wool snagged on any bushes or anything like that. Um, and eventually, you see something right at eye level for Shepard. Um, and you see in an old oak tree a very small marking. Um, and luckily for Shepard, he speaks Sylvan. But can he also read Sylvan? It's your intelligence. Shepard cannot read. Oh, no. Are you serious? I just scared a Shepherd. cat. I laughed so hard. <laughs> I'm Shepherd looking at your intelligence cannot... modifier. You should be able to read. What's his modifier? Can you read simple words? Is it he yes. doesn't want to read? Okay. Yes, Shepard can read simple words. I feel like after staring at it for quite a while, you realize that carved into the bark of this tree... It's just the sylvan word for left, as in the direction left. Shepard points to the left. All right. Uh, <laughs> as you look directly to your left from where you are standing, um, you realize it's an oddly clear path to another old oak tree. Um, it, it doesn't look like anybody cleared this way, but just the way everything grows, it's just a perfect path towards another old oak tree. And... It's kind of weird, but you see this tree is almost identical in size and shape to the one that you were looking at, um, and it's about 100 feet from you. I don't know of any religious texts that would say something of such perfect trees again and again. This is, this is incredulous. This is uh, magnanimous. I, I, must, I must know more. Shepard, my good robot friend. I believe the text on the tree says left. Oh, I don't. That looks like a dick butt. I don't speak that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that's canon. Sylvan looks like dick butt. <laughs> Sylvan looks like middle school doodles. Done. <laughs> <laughs> the next one is going to be that S that everyone drew. In middle I was about to say the next one. S. <laughs> <laughs> what does it say? Uh... It says, fuck you. Oh, man. I've been programmed so, to understand Sylvan. So what's, just out of curiosity, what's your marching order here? Because I'm assuming you're now going to walk towards said other tree? Uh, Shepard is marching forward with his shield up. Barry, <laughs> okay. Uh, Barry kind of always finds himself in the back of the group, because he's always just kind of taken in the sights. And I guess I'll be in the middle. Leon will be Come in the middle. Come along, Barry. It's time for a walk. Going. All right. Um, let's see. So as you are approaching this other tree, you see that close to eye level, um, you see another rune. And on this one, it's the Sylvan word for backwards. What do you do? And it's the shape of that S that we all drew in middle school. <laughs> It is absolutely the shape of that <laughs> Sylvan S. Um, Shepard immediately turns around and points behind the party. <laughs> All right. Um, at this point, it, it's kind of odd. Um, you hear a lot of the wildlife around you. You know, there's like birds chirping and squirrels and everything, but some of them are getting a little bit quieter. And you kind of feel like, you're almost being watched. Um, so I would like everyone to make another perception check for that. Sure. Hello, Dahlia. Thank you. 
Oof, that is a 14 for Leon. It's good, but not great. That's a natural one. Oh. How did you do worse than me? Oh. Oh, wait. No, no, it was a nine. Uh, I forgot that. The, the one oh, looks okay. like a, the one and the seven look alike on D&D Beyond. Yeah, I rolled a oh, okay. uh, two, so. <laughs> <laughs> Not perceptive. Man, that honeysuckle smells real fucking good. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Um, you do see that uh, kind of back in the direction that um, Shepard is pointing, there is another um, oddly clear path towards yet another old tree. Who's leading the charge this time? Uh, I'm going to lead the charge this time because I saw it best. And I could best clearly see the path, maybe? Maybe? Okay. Still following behind. <laughs> so if you're in front, um, I would like you to make a dexterity saving throw. You got it. You do not see shit with your rolls. Heck yeah, that's only a plus two on my dex save. And oh boy, that's a two rolled. That's a four in total. (laughs) Oh boy. (laughs) So, uh, as you're walking, you feel something crunch under your foot much louder than a normal dead leaf. And you look down just in time to see what it is. And you see off to your left on this little, almost like a deer trail, there is a tiny plant that has been tied down almost snare style uh, with some small vines. And whatever you stepped on freed it. And it launches a powder at you that was resting on its leaves. Um, so now I need oh, all God, of My you. college days are back at me again. Oh, the white yep. powder. <laughs> oh, God. What do we have to make? Um, I would like all of you to make a wisdom saving throw, actually. Oh, no. Yay! Oh, no. What does the cocaine do on a 10? <laughs> wow, oh, Jeff. <sighs> Did you just see that? Hey, not bad. 17. Yeah, I saw your roll. <laughs> I didn't see his roll. I saw Alex's roll. Um, it was a, oh, it was a whole six. I'm a whole ass six. So very um, hot tonight. Actually, uh, at that, um, I am going to uh, right racial. Um, uh, I'm gonna burn a luck point and re-roll that. If you want, stop collapsing. Roll. That's a twelve. So, um. Shepard is not affected, <laughs> but well, okay. um, let's see what happens to the rest of you. Uh, we'll start with Leon. Um, so even though this powder hit him directly, um, he's actually doesn't. Nothing seems to happen. He lucked out, unlike our not so lucky uh-huh. lucky one. Um, and for you, uh, for Barry. Uh, you see Barry just stop and just stops moving and just stands there while the rest of you, you know, do as you want. He's just not moving right now. Mm. You know, that wasn't actually as bad as I remember from my clergy days. 
growing up and everything. Uh, Barry, how is it going down there? Barry. Hey, hey, Barry. Hey, buddy. Uh, he's, he takes out his mace, and he starts poking him in the head. Hey, buddy. Get in there. Hello? Oh, no. <laughs> um, at about this time, that is when... Um, well, actually, Barry and Leon make another uh, wisdom saving throw. See if you can shake this. Oh, oh God. If this is bad again, I'm I'm going to get some actual dice. Leon doesn't that was a shake 12. it. But again, <laughs> he seems to be unaffected. What did Barry get? A five. <laughs> um Barry is just not moving. <laughs> Shepard is still unaffected. He the powder didn't seem to affect him. So Shepard now looks back and I believe both of them are no. Uh Leon is able to move and Barry's just standing there. Shepard stands in front of Leon. And even though Leon already knows where Barry is, Shepard tries to guide Leon to Barry. <laughs> he requires help. Of course. Let me poke him again. Um, maybe, maybe like this. And he pokes again with the mace. He goes, "Hello." <laughs> uh, I need you two to make another wisdom saving throw. <laughs> Something's gonna happen one of these days. That is a oh my god, another ten. Oh my god. Let's see what happens to you this time. <gasps> you <laughs> rolled another five. So, what happens this time? Um, fuck is this? that's eight. The two d fours, ass to ass. So, oh shit! You see, Leon, as he's being guided, just suddenly takes off and uses all of his movement speed to move southeast. So it is cocaine. Excellent. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Oh, Shepard immediately starts chasing Leon. <laughs> I feel like I need a re-roll for Barry because I just keep rolling the same thing. You don't move again. <laughs> you just are kind of like zonked out. Like there's some weird stuff going on in your head. Something happened with this, but Leon is... Um, Shepard is make... chasing with his 40 movement speed and just shouting, Leon, Leon, Leon. 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 I need you two that were affected to make another wisdom save. This won't last forever, I promise. Oh, great. That's a seven. His eyes are just all, his pupils are all dilated, and you can just, you can hear the rave music going off in his head. You see that, and then suddenly he just stops. And Leon is no longer moving. Um, What did Barry get? A whole two for the second time tonight. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to start writing down what I'm rolling. Dice hate you. I rolled a 12 when I forced a reroll and still failed. So So nobody is around you, so you don't move. (laughs) Vibing out like a statue, I guess. Yep. Uh, Make another... One last wisdom save, as the effects are beginning to wear off. That is another two. 
How are you rolling so poorly? I'm going uh, to get real dice. Oh, I'll be right. I'll be right back in a minute. I'm gonna go get real dice. Okay. Uh, Twenty-one. D and D Beyond hates. Okay. Me. So with the twenty-one, um, you shake the effects, and your mind is suddenly clear again. And you look over, and you just see, uh, your new buddy Barry, just standing there, just not doing anything. He's just kind of zonked out a little bit, you know, off in his own little world in his head, not moving. Oh, coming down. Okay. Uh, Shepard goes to guide Leon to Barry. He requires help. I I will try to help. You know what? This time I won't poke him with the with the mace. Maybe I'm pretty not. sure that was probably that was probably what was really causing uh, some issue there. Um, let me try uh, this, and he uh, does word of radiance. Uh, he picks up his uh, his holy symbol to wait. Hold on, that is word of radiance isn't a healing spell. It is not. <laughs> well, you also is... see him beginning to snap out of it. Maybe find a doctor. I mean, I can heal things. That's part of what I do. I went to, you know, church rave school to learn how to heal people, even though I just tried to attack him. Whoopsie. Maybe find a real doctor. (laughs) So Barry kind of, like, snaps out of this, like, weird, dazed, confused state and just sees Leon, like, beginning to cast something and starting to glow and then be like, oop. (laughs) Never mind. Oh, you're okay. My apologies. And not the, like, weirdest situation I've ever been in, but eh, whatever. He couldn't find a real doctor. <laughs> I don't even know where you'd find a doctor out here. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, resuming your original path to this uh, next big treats, eerily similar to the other two that you had seen, but not, like, a perfect copy or anything. Um. But at ground height, you don't see anything. Um, you don't see any other markings or anything on it. So, what you doing? Uh, Shepard sniffs the tree a little bit. He's a robot. <laughs> um, as a warforged, you don't smell anything. Because scent is reliant on taste, and warforged don't eat, drink, or sleep, or breathe. Sorry, there was a glitch in my programming. Fuck you. <laughs> All right. What? I just started to say something, and then Gary, like, completely talked over Sorry. me. And I was like, fuck you. Sorry. And I was like, I there's no way. that. I was like, there's no way he fucking heard me here. Uh, but Barry's just going to kind of walk around this, this tree and uh, just kind of see if he can see anything. Uh, make another perception check. Sorry, I don't even have to look at what my score is. I know it's a zero. <laughs> well, <laughs> it, it was an odd number this time, but it was a seven. Well, I mean, everyone can make perception The tree's cool as hell, though. Like, All right, uh, roll a perception. Nothing you can see from your little halfling height. I got a hot eight. That's a five. Oof. <laughs> we suck. <laughs> Welp. So you don't see anything over, around on the ground, on the tree at this height. What you doing? 
You don't seem to notice not anything else that's DMs. going on around you. Not, How... not noticing the DM's clear attempted hints and getting us <laughs> to look up. Uh, what's the light situation? Uh, you are mid-morning. It's probably 11 a.m., so pretty pretty decent. Okay. Pretty decent. I'm, I wasn't sure if being deeper in the woods, uh, the light was bad. I was going to be like, light! Bam! Oh. It's not super deep. Like, it's not a super thick, you know, darkened wood. Yeah, there's not a lot of bush here. No, that's back to the O'Keefe's farm. Yeah, it's... (laughs) I hate you. His wife, Muffy, pins to the bushes very well. No, no, no. It's canon. It's canon. No, it's the worst. It's the worst. (laughs) Leon, you aren't a real doctor, but maybe you can climb this tree. Not a tabaxi, either. But I'll try. Uh, and he uh, very grumpily just uh, unsheaths. Well, his, he's a lion. Lions can't unsheath claws. He just like digs them into the tree and just goes, I'm just going to climb up this tree just like a kitty cat. Meow, meow, meow. <laughs> um, you climb up this tree and you see this time um, what looks like once you're about 15 feet up, you see this time in Sylvan, you don't recognize what it is, but to you it looks now like an upside down dick butt. Hey, what um, was that that first dick butt that we saw that was right side up? What did that one mean? That one was left. Well, this one is upside down, so I'm going to take I'm... a stab in the dark here and say it might be right. The way he's describing this, can I tell him that it's right or up or yeah. down or left? We'll go with that. I've now made it canon that left is dick butt, right is upside down dick butt. Um, that's how you read Sylvan. Um, Shepard immediately points to the right. Um, as you do that, <laughs> as you look and point to the right, um, there's the path is not as you know straightforward and like as clear as all the other paths have been that you've been following, but you see about fifty feet down in that direction, you see what looks like a shadowy humanoid figure dart behind some trees, and you swear you hear a faint giggling coming from that direction. Uh, Leon is going to very gingerly climb back down, because, again, he's a lion, and they don't really go up and down trees, I don't think. Not in that way. (laughs) And he is going to... uh, he he saw them go into the little clearing there, right? Yes. Yeah. Or oh wait, uh, why did I? Yes, I'm not the DM. <laughs> uh, he is going to move forward just a little bit, and uh, he's going to request that the shadowy figure uh, rolls a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> All righty. As as he lets out a daunting roar. Hey, what are you doing back there? Um, you hear no response. Well, that was a waste of my daunting roar. <laughs> so you're leaning, but you only have, like, a couple of roars? He only has one daunting roar per sh- uh, short rest. And uh... if uh, if he uses it, a uh, creature within 10 feet hears it, uh, wisdom saving throw of 13, or they're frightened. So, he was trying to scare them out. Leon, it appears that you're not great at communication either. 
I'm not. I'm usually, like, in the back at the church. They don't let me at the pulpit. We'll find something you're great at one day. <laughs> True motivational speaker here. Um, yeah, so you got no response, but you swear from the direction of this shadowy figure, you don't see any more movement, but you've, you see another similar oak tree to the earlier ones, and you just feel like you're not sure if it's like a bird or an actual giggle, but there's something that sounds like that coming from that direction. This one shall scout ahead. And then uh, um, Shepard starts walking buddy, towards the tree, hey, shield up. Hey, buddy, yeah, man, go go, uh, go check that out. And I pat him on the back and I cast Guidance. Um, in the D4. That's probably a smart thing. So as you get to this tree and start looking around, I do need you to make a deck saving throw. Oh, no. Oh, no, that doesn't help because it's only for ability checks. Oops. <laughs> Did I do that? That is a six. So I don't think I was going to save you, dude. You don't realize that it's coming straight for you until you just feel this splat on the top of your head as a thoroughly rotten apple drops directly onto you and just splatters. And there are just like disgusting vinegary juices going everywhere. And you hear a few plunks on the ground as a couple of rotten berries and some leaves kind of fall around you as well. And you just hear the faintest giggling from above you. Shepard just kind of shakes everything off really quick. You're warforged? I don't know how... Okay. Okay, not he... quick, but you know, it's a clunky... <laughs> clank, 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 uh, clank, 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 clank. Barry looks down, or sorry, Leon looks down at Barry says, so we get the cocaine to the face, and he gets he gets that rotten fruit. I don't think that's fair. Well, he's gonna smell now. <laughs> I mean, I'm good. Uh, and... Uh, as he as Barry starts walking over, uh, he like puts his flask away, um, and he pulls out that stick that he tucked into his uh belt earlier. Uh, all right. Um, what do you guys think? How should we get whoever that is down? Shepard's eyes are focused on the stick. <laughs> The dumbest robot. I love it. <laughs> hmm. Um. Well, I tried to roar at them, and that didn't do diddly dog shit. Um. Let's think first. Oh, I could, I could sacred flame something. Pew pew. Need to be able to see. Maybe throw the stick. That's true. Got an idea. I got this. I got this. I got this, guys. Don't worry about this. And uh. Barry looks up and he goes, Hey, uh, uh, whoever's up there, could you, uh, hey, I just wanted to talk to you for a second. And he casts Friends. Um, and I have advantage on all charisma checks, uh, directed at that creature. I like it. I like it. Uh, let me look at Friends. Um, okay. Um,. So, as far as you are concerned, you are now friends with whatever creature or person this is. So, what you doing? 
Uh, or did you already ask you... it to come down? I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah. He had he had asked whoever it was to come down. Um, there's like a pause and a little bit of giggling, and then you hear a small voice say, "Now, why would I do that?" Oh, you know, just we could hang out, talk to each other, just uh, you know, be friends. There's a long pause, um, and a little bit more giggling, and you can tell now that it's definitely from more than one creature. Um, and about 15 feet up, um, you see slowly coming into your vision as it drops invisibility, you see a small head lean over the side of the branch, and you see something none of you have ever seen before. It is a brightly shimmering, oversized, almost green butterfly-looking wings, but still the head and its body seem to be scaly, and you see this narrow, draconic, frilled head just staring at you from the safety of its branch too high for you to reach. And you've probably heard of these, but only in Tales of the Feywilds. And you realize this is a young green fairy dragon about the size of a cat up in this tree staring down at you. Um, and it you giggles. You so cool. Alert! Unidentified creature! Uh, he kind of giggles and says, You're all pretty silly. What brings you out to my forest? Uh, no, uh, uh, just out going for a walk, and, uh, we heard about some wild-looking sheep out here, and, you know, we just wanted to check it out, see if we could find some. And come back with some fresh... Some fresh duds that look uh, nice and colorful. I could use some some new texture in my hair. My mane's getting a little gray, unfortunately. The farmer would like to make a deal. Hmm. Well, I'm not really sure what duds are, but I suppose I'd be open to that. You're not going to find any more sheep out there. I've not led any others astray recently. But, hmm. I don't know like, if I want to talk to the farmer. Some to you. No, that's that's fine. I like things to be a little bit more orderly in my forest. But you said you want the farmer wanted to speak with. Yes, the farmer. He did. This is true. It was something well, about like a beneficial deal between the two of you, because uh, apparently the wool from those sheep, uh, a lot of people like them. Uh, the fairy dragon immediately hops another branch down a little bit closer to you and says, a deal, you say? I like deals. Hmm. It was, uh, just was wanting us to come out and find who was changing the sheep and, uh, you know, uh, see if he could give back to them and see if they could keep giving to him. Well, I'm sure you figured out by now that that was me, but I don't know how I feel about making some kind of business arrangement, but I suppose I can make a deal to at least talk to him if you do something for me first. Sure, no problem. So it's a deal, then. No, I wouldn't go. <laughs> well, basically, there are some owl bears that have moved in recently, and they've been causing me and my friends some problems. They stink up my forest, kill most of my little woodland friends, and eat them. And they've scared off the dire wolves that protected this area from other big predators. 
They're also otherwise just unpleasant and unbalancing things around here. You know, abominations and all of that. And one of the many reasons I decided to start changing his sheep different colors was to get him out here, hopefully notice the owlbears and take care of the problem for me. But he's not the brightest star in the sky, so... If you get rid of those owlbears for me, then I agree to go and speak with your farmer friend. The sheep are different colors. All I saw were black, white, and gray. Well, that we sounds like a big ol' you problem. <laughs> <laughs> but if we have a deal, the owlbears are only about a quarter mile west of here, and you'll start smelling it before you get close to their den, so be careful. They are pretty big, nasty things. Recasting, like, friends on, on this fairy dragon, like, this whole time. Yeah, I, I've... It didn't work the first time. Ah, shit. Because <laughs> that's a... Or did it? What was the uh, save No, on it? it is... Uh, there's no save. It's oh, there's no save. It's just duration. Yeah, oh. I am just... I am just friends at it. Eh, well, I didn't make you make any other roles, so... It's whatever. The fairy dragon is technically getting what it wants, so... Um, consider us your guard dogs. Mm, I'd rather not consider you that, but I will consider you the other party in a deal. So, and the fairy dragon just kind of motions in the direction of the owl bears. You'll smell them, and you see it in just an instant, it goes invisible and you no longer see it. But you hear it kind of let out a little giggle, and then a couple of other giggles echo from behind it, and you know that it is not alone. Whether or not they're more fairy dragons or something else, you're not quite sure. All right, Alarm. let's uh, let's, uh, let's let's go find where those uh, owl bears are. Let's uh, let's get a move on. Let's go. Uh, those, uh, br- sure. uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know what that was. <laughs> um. Yeah. Following the directions of the uh, fairy dragon, it does not take you too long. It is almost exactly a quarter mile in the direction that it pointed. And sure enough, you smell it before you see it, as you see what is undoubtedly the entrance to this owlbear den. Um, and it you see like a few different bones and things kind of scattered outside of the opening of this den but it appears that the tunnel of it goes back far enough and curves around so that even the single one of you with dark vision cannot see too far back into it. So, what is your tactic here? What is the cave in front of, if anything? Um, There's not really much around. Like, it's on the side of a small hill. Um, there's some, like, berry bushes and stuff to the, your left of it. Um, there's a couple of big rocks and stuff around here and there. There's a stream behind you, um, about 60 feet back from the entrance of this cave. Um, a couple of big trees scattered. It's not really very thick over here. Then you see that, um, the entrance to this tunnel is about 10 feet wide, um, a little bit taller than that, probably 15, almost 20 feet high. Uh, It appears to be a natural cave. Um, And then it goes back, widens a little bit, and then it appears to turn back. Uh, Leon 
Leon, with his dark vision, can see about 45 feet back. It curves to the right. All right, guys. Uh, I got I got a plan. All right. Uh, the two of you go in front, and then I'll be right behind you. All right? That sounds... That sounds adequate. I mean, you look small and squishy, and I think we're pretty beefy here. I would, I would be perfectly fine with not getting squished. That's probably for the best, yes. Shepard holds up his shield. That's a nice shield. Uh, anyways, um, uh, you guys ready? Let's go, I guess. All right, so you can technically go... Two of you kind of shoulder to shoulder, side by side, if you want. Or you can go in single file. Um, up to you. It is daytime, so you're not really hearing any movement from inside of this cave. So I need to know your marching order. And are you trying to be quiet? I can't be quiet. I'm a warforged. And I can't either. That's not true. So I need all of you to make a stealth check. This is going to go amazing for all of you. Nothing is going to go wrong. Uh, that is a bullshit. I have disadvantage. You absolutely do. Oh, no. Oh, no, you wasted a nat 20. <laughs> uh, what disadvantage? So I got a 14. You rolled better than Alex with his 10. What did Barry get? Uh, 18. Ooh, with the 18. So, I'm going to move your little icons a little closer, but Barry's taking up the rear. So, um... Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Uh... Hey, uh, hey, hey, guys, guys, guys. Mm. So, as you... Guys, guys, I, I can't see him. Apparently, apparently I can't either. either. Oh, don't worry. I've got this. Uh, I can see perfectly well in the dark, but I know that you two have some trouble. Uh, And he takes his mace and uh, the bottom of it, he snaps it kind of like a light stick uh, and he casts light. Oh, wow. Um, I realized I forgot to give you vision at all. (laughs) You did. And I was like, huh, that doesn't look right. Uh, so let's see. Uh, I touch one object that is no larger than ten feet in dimension until a spell ends. Uh, it sheds light. Twenty foot. Twenty foot. Um, if you target an object held or worn by a hostile creature, no, I'm not hostile. I'm cool. I'm friendly. I don't have to make a dexterity saving throw. That would be stupid. Alex, that that means like an enemy. <laughs> I know. So Okay. <laughs> as you are entering um this cave, you hear quite painfully the echoing clangs of your warforged and your cleric and almost immediately hear movement from inside. Um I'm gonna say you don't even get that far in. Because your foes rolled a natural 20 on perception. (laughs) (laughs) 
and you almost immediately, the silence and the serenity, besides the clanging of your armor from your Warforged and your Cleric, just is broken as this ear-piercing, shrieking howl just echoes out of this, um, the, uh, tunnel. Let me some light on here. We tried. <laughs> you did. Um, what was the light radius on the light cantrip? Was it 40 feet? Uh, 20 feet for regular light and regular light and 20 extra for dim. So yeah, 40. Okay. So you should be able to see now as long as you are mm. near Leon. Um, I can't even see anything on the map. You can't see anything? Uh-uh. So the problem is, is that I gave Gary control of your character, Alex, and that's why you couldn't <laughs> see anything. <laughs> um, so that's that's why. So he would have been able to actually see stuff. So um, you might wish that you hadn't seen anything as what appears to be the biggest owl bear you have ever seen comes around this corner. And rises up on its back legs. And it lets out another just ear-piercing, shrieking howl. Um, and as it does this piercing screech, I need all of you to make a constitution saving throw. Excellent. I love that. Yeah. It's actually this something is... that I'm not terrible at. Unless it's a bad die. (laughs) How's uh, a 24 sound? That's a fucking nine Um, sound. You are fine. That's a seven sound. (laughs) Um, So this piercing screech just echoes in your ears over and over and over again. And it it just paralyzes you. Um, (laughs) And you are incapacitated for one minute. But you can make a additional saving throw at the end of each of your turns. Uh, what now did hold on, Gary I get? I do have I have Warcaster. I have advantage on Constitution saving throws uh, that you make to maintain concentration on a spell. So this wouldn't be under that. No. So never mind. No, light's not concentration. Uh, is it though? Is light a concentration spell? No, it's not. Well, it's gonna wear off. <laughs> It is going to wear off, but you are also on the front lines right now because you and Shepard kind of went side by side up into this tunnel. So, um, and what did Barry get? A nine. <laughs> you are also incapacitated. Why change how I'm rolling? Yeah. So, as this owl bear that has now screeched at you um, has begun charging at the intruders into her cave. And you also hear an additional screech come from behind her. I think it's time to roll some initiative. Yahoo! (laughs) Oh boy. Uh, That's a 10. That's an 11. Six. (laughs) We gonna die. (laughs) Yo, I am rolling such garbage tonight. And you got a six. Let me see what my oh, oh, plus three. It's fine. It's totally fine. Everything will be fine. Gonna get... Bullshit. Yeah, it is bullshit. But I was trying <laughs> to make you feel better. 
It's trying to make you feel better. Um, here we go. So, um, Gary Shepard gets to go first. What's he doing? All right. So Shepard's movement speed is uh forty. Each block is five feet. Correct. Okay. You can use this handy little tool. Okay. Shepard is just going to get right up in here. Do it. Get up in that bitch's face. Uh, wait. Shepard's not first. It's uh. Oh, Leon is first. You're right. Sorry. I am. Neat. Um, I all more than I should have. Yeah. My B. Uh, it didn't automatically put it in the right order for me. So I have to beat a wisdom saving throw? Or constitution again? Oh, that's right. Yeah, go ahead and make another constitution saving throw. I mean, I could have lied. What we got? Bullshit's what we got. Are you serious? A 10. So... You still just feel the echoes of this piercing screech rattling around in your head, clouding your thoughts and keeping you from moving. So now it is Shepard's turn. Okay, so back to what I was doing. Getting all up (laughs) in this shit. And I am going to swing my longsword. I probably should have phrased that better, but here we are. Sling some steel. I guarantee I would not have said anything. That I I wouldn't have said anything. Oh, okay. Well, doesn't 18 hit? 18 absolutely hits. Okay. Rolling for damage. That's 8 damage. 8 damage. Alrighty. Uh, so you swing your sword at it, and you hear it screech as you, your sword just like... Cuts a chunk, and you see some blood and feathers just go flying. Anything else on your turn? Uh, that's it. Okay, well, it's it's Mama Bear's turn to uh, retaliate. Yay! So, she's going to go in for a big old beak attack. Um, and... Her plus, does a 17 hit? Fuck no. Okay. So, she goes in, tries to chomp on you, and that misses. I'm guessing an 11 doesn't hit as she tries to change tactics and claw at you. And neither... Let's see, hold on. I need to math. It's a 21 hit. Okay, a 21 hits. Okay, 21 hits. Um, so that is... Eight damage as she slashes at you with her final claw attack. Um, And at the end of her turn, you hear and see now, kind of just behind her, there is another owlbear that is trying its best to get past her. Um, But this owlbear is big. And both of them are kind of like clogging this little tunnel part. And it is not able to get around. So, we are over to Barry. All right. Constitution saving throw. Yeah. Shit. Uh, 21. You are no longer incapacitated as the ringing in your ears stops and you just shake off this awful feeling that you were getting. Um, so, next turn. You oh, God. Stuff. Yeah, it's at the end of each turn. So, it's Leon's turn. Oh, no. Sorry, the oh god was in character for the owlbears. Oh. <laughs> I, I knew I couldn't do shit. 
Yeah. Uh, let's do that con saving throw. Let's try it again. I am once again asking you to make a constitution saving throw. Uh, that's a 22. You um, are also freed from the incapacitating effect of said piercing screech. Uh, he gives his own piercing screech. <laughs> uh, as the cowardly lion uh, pops out of him. Oh, sorry. That yes. comes out every once in a while. You are very much the Tin Man, the Cowardly Lion, and then what the fuck was the third one? Scarecrow? Scarecrow, I guess. There you go. Halflings can be scarecrows. Um, <laughs> do you require help, Leon? No, I'm good for right now. I can't do anything this uh, this round, though. Uh, we'll just... We'll just... Uh, next next round. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, do you require help? You I'm, I'm might good. be the one. That requires the help as Mama Owl Bear looks pissed because you all clang clang clangin' woke her up from her nap. So she's gonna go again with a claw attack. Wait, I I didn't get my turn, Shepherd. Oh, you didn't? Oh, wait, no. Yeah. Oh, you're right. <laughs> I guess. Uh, so I'm gonna do that one thing I can do, which is strike. You cast sword. And that's a nine, so I, I assume that's not hitting anything. Unfortunately not, as you swing in. In these close quarters, you manage to slice off a few feathers, but there's no real harm done, except for maybe to her pride, because she looks like she takes good care of herself. This mama ain't letting herself go. Um, So now she goes in for a beak attack, <laughs> and you can tell that... She keeps her beak pretty nicely polished, you know? Um, unfortunately, it's a natural one. So you see her kind of like stumble over herself a moment. Kind of shake her, her head. Feet. Yeah, she she's very distracted. For just a moment, the light cantrip that Leon had cast uh, reflected just right off of your armor and blinded and his her. Screech. And his screech as well. Yes, his screech was also very distracting. So... <laughs> um. Does a 19 hit? A 19 matches. Alright, so one of her claw attacks does hit, but the other does not. And she does a whopping six uh, slashing damage with this big old claw. And you see that for an owlbear, they're pretty carefully manicured, you know? Not not too over the top, but they're nice and shiny. Um, And her mate from behind her is back there making all kinds of, like, big tough guy owlbear sounds, you know. Basically cheering his woman on, but he can't get past her fat ass. So, it is Barry's turn. Barry is gonna just squeeze past uh, Leo, Leon, uh, and uh, I take it that I can't see this female, or this other owlbear. Um, no, not from the angle where Leon is casting the light. Right. Um, what? Oh, motherfucker. Sorry, I accidentally just closed my browser. That was awesome. I mean, you can hear it right behind her, but maybe you get a glimpse of it with the light bouncing off of Shepard's armor, but you don't get, like, a good, good look. If you were trying okay. to attack it, you would have disadvantage for sure. Uh, cool. In that case... I'm just gonna, you know, uh, I'm gonna 
wave that stick around a little and launch a firebolt out of it. Hell yeah. My uh, improvised wand. Uh, shit, that's a 23 to hit. That absolutely hits. Alright, that'll work. Big two fire damage. <laughs> oh no, okay. Big damage. Yeah, you smell the awful stench of, like, burning feathers, which is almost an improvement, because you see, like, you know, some rotting stuff here and there, because they're messy eaters. But this owlbear kind of looks over at you and looks pissed. It's definitely not better, it's just different. It's just different, yeah. Anything else on your turn before we go to Leon? Um, I'm good. Leon, what you got? Uh, Leon has now shaken off the uh, being scaredness of uh, of everything. He says, "I'm not much like my father, bro." Um, and uh, seeing how well that launching a blast of fiery death uh, worked, he is going to uh, cast guiding bolts at first level at. That first owlbear. Mama owlbear. All right. Uh, uh, that's an 18 to hit. That hits. Roll me some damage. Yeah. It was almost a 20, and then the it rolled over, and I, I will always be mad at it now. Uh, that is going to be 4d6 radiant. Uh, that is... Well, that's not bad. 14. 14 radiant damage as he... Uh, levels his mace forward, uh, and he just goes kaboom, launching it. Looks yes. real cool. Um, yeah. So you streak out this light towards it, and it makes a another ear piercing screech. Not not as powerful as the first one, as it screams out in pain, but it is now. A little bit there's like a dim light that is glittering on it so the next attack also has advantage against it um anything else on leon's turn you stay in put um let me just double check see what i can bonus action because that i think was just an action action uh i can't cast another spell and i've already used my daunting roar um correct i don't think there's anything else you've got movement yeah i'm gonna move up actually uh and i'm gonna move uh right up there boop boop oh my goodness that's a second owlbear that's terrifying uh right up there with him uh just kind of casually walking not my full 35 meet of 35 feet of running speed just like you scared the shit out of me a minute ago (laughs) all right um so we are over to shepherd who can now also see said other owlbear Oh, and you said advantage on the next attack, right? On oh, Mama, yeah. yes. Uh, before Shepard attacks, he says, I may require healing after this. And we're rolling this attack with advantage at 24. Hell yeah, that hits. It's real good. Okay, that's going to be 12 slashing damage. And actually, I'm going to use a bonus action to regain 1d4 plus 10. Alright. Roll that, and anything else on your turn? Uh, Nothing else on my turn. Oh, sorry, 1d10 plus 4. I got it backwards. Alright. 
so we are over to Mama Bear, who is now seeing two attackers in front of her. Um, so she's going to switch things up. She's going to go ahead and move in just a little bit more. Look at Leon and go in with the beak on him, since the beak hasn't been working on our Warforged friend. And Math, that is a 25 to hit, which I believe... You uh, know, just it just hits. just barely. Guess what? Yeah. Disadvantage. <laughs> what? Uh, protection fighter while wielding a shield. Ooh. A creature Ooh. you can see attacks a target other than you within five feet. You can use your reaction to impose disadvantage on the attack roll. All right. So that's a 20 to hit. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that still does it. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. Let, let me say that lighting character. Disengaging for vanity filter. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so, not too bad. That was only seven piercing damage as it goes in, and y it just hurts as it also rips out, like, a little chunk of your fur just from, like, your neck as it's going in for it. So that's also probably a little, you know, painful in that aspect. Just your pride. Uh, that's a lion joke there. Um, next attack um, is its beak, and that is a 10, which does not hit. No, that does not. Or its not. claws, sorry. But the next one, uh, I believe a 27 hits. Again, just, it's just a little. Can um, I just impose disadvantage multiple times, or is it just the once? Uh, if it's on your reaction, you only get one reaction per round. Let's see, it doesn't say... Oh, it's counting it as... Wait, no, it says fighting style protection while wielding a shield and a creature you can see attacks a target other than you within five feet. You can use your reaction to impose disadvantage on the attack roll. So that's your reaction. You already did Just it. Just the one. Ah, shit. Yet yeah, there's reaction. I see it now. Yep. So <laughs> You read it. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I, I'm not awake at this point. So that's 2d8. Um, I've had to wake up at regular people so hours. So that is six slashing damage on Leon. Um, yeah, as I'll she take just it. shrieks and goes in, trying to go for the kill, but she she's hacking away at you. Um, and her mate, good old buddy old pal, is going to come in, and it can now just barely. Uh, get it shepherd since Big Mama moved forward a little bit to go for Leon, and it is going to attack Shepherd um, with its beak. And does 16 hit? 16 hit. Um, so no. as it goes in with its beak, it just kind of like glances off of your armor, and it shakes its head a little bit, kind of in confusion, like this shiny thing does not taste good. Um, but then it goes in for a 22 to hit with its claws. Yeah, that's a hit. Yeah, so that is a 10 slashing damage. Are, are these uh, owlbears fucking hopped up on free, free workout or something? Jesus. <laughs> I told you guys this won't gonna be an easy combat. Um, and we're over to Barry. All right, uh... Uh, Barry's like, well, you're a mean old lady, and, uh, I don't like you, but revenge is a dish best served cold. And he, like, 
angles the wand out and he dips too far into his magic and uh, transmutes the spell. Uh, Snillox uh, Snowball Swarm uh, centered uh, between uh, the two owlbears uh, as it has a uh, five foot radius uh, and they have to make a dexterity saving throw and I accidentally turn the uh, snowball swarm into an acid ball swarm. Oh, whoa. Ooh, that's uh, so they got to make a uh, uh, DC 13 dex save. What the so, fuck? Big buddy old pal did not make it with an 11. What is her dex modifier? She got a natural 20 on hers. Bitch. <laughs> I'll switch to the worst dice so all right uh, oh yeah you've been is... hitting us with the weighted dice yeah <laughs> the, cursed, the cursed dice i thought it was appropriate they roll so well they're really pretty too uh that is 14 for full damage seven for half oh, of right. acid damage on these bears uh, acid damage all right so um, they both are not very fond of this big ball of acid that is uh, now kind of swirling in between them. Um, oh, it doesn't stay though, does it? No, it's it's it's, it's oh, essentially it like okay. uh, an improvised snowball fight, but instead of snowballs, <sighs> it's just acid balls. All right, just, just pain balls. It, it's <laughs> just, just pain. pain. Just pain. Only <laughs> just pain. pain. Anything else on Barry's turn? Uh, Gary, uh, does, uh, does Shepard have limits as to how he can be healed? I don't know. I don't think it... Yeah, like it... Because I know some things, like, they have to have mending cast on them, but I don't know if, like, the Warforged are... Um... I don't even know where I would find that on my character sheet, so I feel like we should just say... I feel like it's just regular healing. Okay. Um, I don't know. Somebody Google that, and we'll find out. Let's find out. Listeners or, at home, um, please Google meantime, it. No, no, here's what we do. We have the listeners yell at us about it two weeks later. Correct. But also, <laughs> while someone is Googling that, it is Leon's turn. Unless Barry had anything else he could uh, do. No, that was going to be my turn. Warforged can be healed using healing spells such as Cure Wounds, according to the uh, designer's intent. Uh, healed with Mending. No, uh, Mending targets objects and Warforged or creatures. Oh, okay, so Warforged can be healed normally. Learn Makes something sense. new er day. Um, okay, so I am right up on top of these bad boys. Um, and I've already shotgunned a spell at them. Uh, let's mix it up a little bit here. Now, as a man of of the cloth, as a man of God, I'm gonna hit him. With but when I do that, God and anime on your side. <laughs> uh, when I do that, I'm going to uh do it with a spiritual weapon. Do it. Do it. Uh, so uh, what does my... your spiritual weapon look look like? Uh, my spiritual weapon is going to look like a giant rolled up newspaper that I'm oh. going to use to swat at them. Uh, so I'm going to roll that. Uh, that is an 18. We're going to swat at the uh, the lady bear who's right in front. 
Alrighty. So, Rule 20 doesn't have an actual, like, rolled-up newspaper thing, so here's your little icon. It's like a couple of newspapers stacked. Oh, nice. You're welcome. Um, uh, it, does 18 hit for spiritual absolutely. damage? It does. Uh, Roll that damage. What kind of damage is that? Uh, that's only going to be four force damage, I think. Okay. Uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. Then, if it doesn't... Go ahead. From my action action, uh, I'm going to... Uh, so the newspaper is coming down, and then I'm going to bring the mace up, uh, clobbing it, clobbering her right there. And that's right. going to be... Oh, of course, it's going to be bad. Uh, an eight. Eight does so, not hit. Uh, she figured. Re- rears back onto her back legs right as you're swinging it to try to like swat away at this uh, big roll of newspaper that's now hovering in the air in front of her. Anything else? <laughs> uh, that is my action and my bonus. Um, so, n- well, no, that's a bonus action. I have to do that. As, so I cannot do that. Uh, so no, that is it. Uh, I will just say, well, it did something. <laughs> All right, we are over to Shepard. And Shepard is looking at the giant rolled up newspaper. Just oh. slight terror. Leon, did I do something to displease you? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, this is just how we in the papacy, uh, Keep record. And it's only for bad aberrations and beasts. We go swat, swat, no. I will try harder, Leon. And uh, Shepard is going to attack. Oh, shit. Check D&D Beyond, bitches. It's a natural 20. Hell yeah. It's not showing me the little thing. for. Oh, and it's actually rolling the damage for me, which is a 12. 12 damage. Is that on Mama or the big boy? It's on Mama. And Shepard is going to action surge because he feels like he is not just... He is not performing as well as he should. Newspaper got him a little spooked. All right. Do it. And that's a 23 to hit. That hits. Uh, what's that damage? And that's 11 damage. Ooh, boy. All right, she is looking kind of hurt here. She's still up, but you definitely see that this has made an impact in your different slashes, and her feathers are singed and now, like, dripping with acid in places. She's straight up not having a good time. Um, And anything else on your turn? That's uh, it. Shepard's just going to kind of take a five-foot step back back away from the news. Um, you're going to take two attacks of opportunity unless you tra- choose to move to your right instead of back. Okay, to the right. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, and it is Mama's turn now. Um, her attention is kind of split between this big old newspaper and Leon and this w- shiny metal object that just keeps clobbering at her. So she's going to start with Leon um, for a 16, which does not hit. Um, I have changed dice for you. Um, And (laughs) 
Here goes here goes the dice. Uh, that's an 11 to hit for her first claw attack on Shepard. And that's a natural one. <laughs> I should move the webcam over to this so you can know I'm not lying. Um, <laughs> so she is now very distracted. The light is like reflecting off of Shepard's armor. There's a newspaper getting wagged in her face. She is just swinging and missing left and right. Uh, let's see if her buddy mate guy here has any more luck than that. Um, so his first bite attack, he rolled a natural two, um, which does not hit anyone, even with his modifier. Um, let's see. And his second attack is going to be claws on Shepard, because he can't reach Leon anyways. Um, math. That is a 19 on Shepard, which just hits. Um, yep, it's a match. Roll for me. So that is uh, 10 slashing damage. Um, on Shepard. How's Shepard looking? Uh, Shepard's not looking so hot, and you hear, oh, Shepard is below half, and you hear Shepard say, Profanity filter disabled. Please fucking help me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, all right, well, it's over to Barry. You're fine. You're fine, buddy. You're fine. Uh, and Barry's gonna blow a, uh, Another second level spell slot and cast Cure Wounds. Uh, leveled up. Yeet yeet. In the hopes of saving this dog robot guy. What you got there? Uh, that is 12 hit points restored. Nice. Hell yeah. So uh, it kind of pats you on the back head somewhere. Oh, you're halfling. So oh, probably yeah. I was running up and I was like... I was kind of like just tapping him on the back, like you're good, buddy. And then I was gonna like get the fresh hell out of there again. <laughs> Thank you, Barry. All right. And we are over to Leon with Shepard next. Excellent. Um, I definitely wasn't trying to look up where to find fossils in Pokemon Sword. Definitely wasn't doing that. Um, since it worked out so terribly last time. Uh, this time, I'm not going to smack with my mace. Um, I'm still going to hit with the uh, bonus attack um, from the spiritual weapon. That's going to be on Demama Bear. Uh, that is an 18. Hits. And that is going to be uh, a whole 5 damage there. So the newspaper once again goes whap right on top of uh, the mama owl bear, and then oh, Shepard definitely cringes. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Why do we put the soul of a dog in this thing? It's so sad. <laughs> uh, and for my action, uh, how's Shepard looking? Shepard's looking okay. Better. Shepard's good. Sorry. Like I. F- okay. You're good. Uh, I'm gonna once again cast guiding bolt at the first level. Uh, and, uh, you see he just, uh, goes and aims it and only hits with an 11. So I'm guessing that doesn't hit. 11 does not hit. I didn't think so. That's fine. They are some big, tough guys. That happens. Guy and gal. 
Um, yeah, so Some that is deflected, but she is bleeding pretty good. She's uh, still hanging in there, but she is definitely struggling. And we are over to Shepard. Gotta stop trying to do cool things. All right, so uh, I'm technically close enough to attack the uh, mama there, right? Yes. I gotta finish this fucking job, man. And that's not gonna finish it. That's a 10. Nope. 10 doesn't hit. So you swing uh, and a miss. That's all I can do. Alright. Uh, Mama's gonna take a swing at Leon over here. Um, she's not a fan of this whole newspaper booping business. And you can tell that it's definitely wearing on her as she uh, misses with a 12. I switched dice. Uh, this one is only a 13 to hit with her claw. <laughs> yeah, that definitely doesn't do the deed. It's also less terrifying for the healer in the group. And <laughs> she also stumbles again with a natural one again. <laughs> I, it's the dice, man. I love this dice. So pretty, but it's so useless. Um, and she just lets out a frustrated, just awful ear-piercing, screeching, howling sound uh, in frustration as Leon is just evading and blocking all of her attacks. Uh, But it is her buddy's turn, and he is going to attack this time on Shepard. Um, Oh, (laughs) buddy. Yeah. Um, That is math. That's a 16 to hit. Yeah, that's 26, hit. 26, sorry. Oh fuck. There's a one in front of that. Um That's so rude. As it, that's just rude. <laughs> I am an English major. I can't do numbers, okay? <laughs> so uh that is eight uh piercing damage as it goes in and just pecks the shit out of a portion of his armor. Um and then he's gonna go in for a claw attack. Um, this one is a 16, not a 26. Uh, that doesn't hit, hit but Shepard still yeah. says, I require repairs after this battle. <laughs> All right, so we are over to Barry with Leon next. Barry, uh, comes up and, uh, how, how is Shepard doing? On a scale of one to 40, on, how bad is Shepard hurt? On a scale <laughs> of, uh. On a scale from 1 to 40, about a 23. Okay. Oh, you're fine. Yeah. You just gotta kill the big bitch. Uh, cool. Yeah, I'm gonna cast, uh, Snowball Swarm again. Do it. Uh, Uh, but it's... Dex save? Uh, yeah. All right, so... Last second level slot. Mama first. What is her dex? That is not the right dice for me to roll. 12. Does a 12 save? Uh, 12 does not. And what is his dex? Uh, and so I'm assuming a 6 also doesn't save. No, it does not. Alright. Clobber him. Uh, I rolled a 14 again. Like, Ooh. the same nice. numbers. A 6, a 5, and a 3. She is really, really not looking great. Um, You can tell one more pretty good hit, and she is probably going down. 
her mate. Shep, don't worry. I'll be right back. I'll, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be right back. Don't worry, buddy. We're, we're fine. Don't, don't worry about it. You're good. <laughs> All right. Uh, and we are, <laughs> we're over to Leon with a shepherd next. Um, he's not going to try anything fancy this time to try, uh, doing a cool shotgun motion with, uh, with the mace, because I thought it looked cool. Uh, instead, he's just going to uh, first do the bonus action of the spiritual weapon. And that does uh, a 13. No. Um, on Mama? Yes. Just misses. Ah, shucks. Um, and he regrets turning it into a newspaper as he just takes another swing with his mace. Oof. And he whiffs it with a seven. A seven. Yeah, so she's reared back and she's kind of like swaying just a little bit from all the blood loss at this point and sways out of the way just in time as she's swatting away at this newspaper. Um, unless you've got anything else, it is Shepard's turn. I do not. Shepard's gonna do what they do best. Do it. Uh, that's a 17 to hit. Hits? Uh, you hitting Mama or Big Boy? Uh, Mama. Still still going for Mama. 11 damage. Okay. Uh, how do you want to do this? Uh, Shepard just goes for a clean cleave and then looks over to, uh, Leon and says, Are you proud of this one? Of course, and I'll, I'll change the magic weapon into something less scary. I apologize for that. Perhaps a toy hammer. <laughs> you know, that would be pretty cool sounding. It just, like, it hits and does that squeaky noise. I love it. This one prefers the squeaking noise. It prefers to Do not wanna... think about Colette from Tales of Symphonia. But, like... <laughs> Colette, the most useless fucking character. That's why they call that revised fucking Colette bottles. Colette bottles. It's not. It's not uh, here. It's I will not let you free action bottles. change it to a squeaky hammer. <laughs> uh, he does. He um, raises up his shield uh, and just like goes, hammer. <laughs> uh, it is now going to squeak upon impact too because Yay! I think that would be adorable. Um. And anything else on Shepard's turn? Uh, Shepard just holds their shield up. Alrighty. So Mama goes down with a screech, kind of coughs up a little bit of blood onto Leon, gets his, you know, robes all nice and nasty. And it is over to her mate, who is very upset that you just killed uh, his woman. So he is going to direct all of his fury onto Shepard. Um, with a 13 to hit, <laughs> which does not hit. Um, and then he's going to do a natural 20 to hit. Oh, fuck. Can't save you from that. Nope. So, how much HP did Shepard have left? As he does, how much? Like 20-something. Because uh, he does 24 damage with his natural 20 total. So, 
Oh, no. Uh, so here's how the scene unfolds. Oh, no. You see this Warforge just power down, and the chest hatch opens, and out comes a Siberian husky. No, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> That's illegal. I'm sorry. This was planned from the beginning. I was hoping it it wouldn't happen until we all were relaxing together and the uh, Warforge just powers down and a dog walks out. <laughs> but yeah, Shepard was a dog piloting a Warforge. Yes. So... <sighs> Alrighty. Uh now in place of uh Shepherd, you see a Siberian husky. So uh Gary for your next turn, go ahead and pull up the stats for a dog. Um God, as that's we like a hit point. <laughs> move over to Barry's turn. Uh. Oh God! Uh, now, now uh, hold on, hold on here a second. Like, the Warforged is its own thing. It's like a suit of armor for this dog. So, wouldn't we just be able to mend it, and then I we could heal it? Or would that be wasting? Ugh. Anyways, chaos bolt. <laughs> well, I don't think there's much you can do while this other owl bear is furiously taking swings at you. Still, so. that's true. Chaos Bolt. Um, Does a 22 hit? 22 absolutely hits. Okay. Uh, I pull up all the good. Okay. Uh, Alright, this one is going to be the elemental. It is fire damage. Alright. There's for the other D8. And then the D6. 13 points of fire damage. As I wibbly wobbly uh, and just kind of like two hand like bad basketball throw. Oh, okay. Um, well, boys, this is interesting. Uh, Sorry, <laughs> I everything just like, crashed on me. Oh, okay. uh, oh no! Roll I was afraid it was Craig. No, everything but roll twenty basically just crashed on me. Um, I don't know why. But yeah, so it is barely hanging on a good couple of hits, maybe not even a couple of hits, maybe just one good hit. And this guy is toast. He is bleeding heavily, kind of like huffing and there's like some dripping from his bleak, his bleak, his beak. Um, and anything else on Barry's turn? Um, Back up some. <laughs> all right. Uh, so Barry moves back. Oh, good. Uh, just because he is concerned with his personal safety, and uh, you don't have to run faster than a bear, you just have to outrun someone. <laughs> and the headshot never hurt. Uh, so this this owl bear is not looking so hot. Not hot at all. Hot to trot. Awesome. Uh, so I'm going to th- with tears. Um, I'm going to say. My poor robot friend, I will avenge thee! Uh, that wasn't his voice. He had a more growly voice, but it's also almost 11 o'clock, so... Uh, and he's gonna squeaky hammer. Uh, magic squeaky hammer. Bullshit. 13. So a 13 just hits. 
Awesome. Um, and that's going to be four, four. So he is just barely clinging to life over here. Fantastic. You just see so much blood. He's swaying. He's making squeaks more than screeches at this point. Excellent. So what he's now going to do is cast a guiding bolt at second level. So that's an extra D six of radiant damage. And very angrily cocks his, uh, his mace again and opens it up right in his face with a 14 to hit. That hits. Um, fabulous. And that's gonna be... I'm pretty sure this is gonna be like 4d6 points uh, worth of overkill. It's 11, it's 11 uh, radiant damage. Absolutely. How do you want to do this? Uh, so you see tears running down uh, Leon's liony face. Uh, the tiger stripes that you can now see were painted on there. Uh, he didn't actually look like a tiger. He just liked to dress up like one. Um, they have run off of his face and he says, this is for you, my friend. Boom. Just, you see a blast of radiant energy, just escape at, uh, velocity at this thing and just splatter inside of him or, uh, splatter this owlbear's, uh, skull in two. Yeah. This owlbear is beyond toast splattered. And you have now defeated both of the owl bears. My owl bear puzzles answer was violence. <laughs> so, um, you are left standing here in the mouth of this cave with the carcass of one big mama bear on the ground in the mostly exploded carcass of the other uh, next to it. So, what you doing? Um, first I'm going to look at Barry and say, can you mend the robot suit? Do you have that power? I mean, I got some, like, healing spells available. I mean, I might be able to, like, knit a couple of pieces of the armor back, but I don't know, man. I I don't know about the, like, interior function and parts. I, I can, I can see what I can try. Wait, hold on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something really stupid here. So technically... It has zero hit points, right? Yeah. I'm going to spare the dying. Oh. <laughs> I forgot that I had that. Are you going to put the dog back in the uh, Warforge before you do that? <laughs> um, oh, no. Hmm. What kind of existential crisis would this create if I don't? I, I will say <laughs> that uh, Barry would not have thought to put the dog back inside <laughs> it before fixing it. He'd just been like, oh, don't worry, buddy, I got this. Uh, I don't know. What would be funnier, suddenly having a Warforge with a dog or having the Warforge dog mech working again properly? That's up to you guys. Um... I mean, I, I have a solution for both, like depending on how you want to go with this. I was going to say, what does Shepard have to say about right. this? Shepard is just looking at the two of them and then looking back at the Warforged and then, like, walking back over to the Warforged, <laughs> <laughs> climbing into the chest, and then looking back at the two of them. Uh, 
I'm going to just say that he gives a knowing nod toward him and uh, rubs his giant meaty lion paws together and goes, clear! <laughs> and spares the dying. And then, like Tony Stark, the suit just, like, conforms back around the husky. <laughs> and Shepard gives a thumbs up and says, Thank you, Leon. This is You're so welcome. Uh, He's... He is just openly weeping, just tears streaming down his face. <laughs> I thought I lost you, buddy! <laughs> Bro, chill. I'm just a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So, what you doing? We should probably take back some evidence that we killed these owlbears. Shepard picks up the head that he cleaved off. Guys, are they all dead? Shepard's like holding a head in one hand. You can see them. Uh, should we maybe check out the rest of this cave? Just in case. I've already lost my suit once. I'm not losing it again. Oh, we we could. Um, how about this? You or we could two, not. You two stay here, and I can go forward just to see. And if I see anything that's not cool, I'll Start running the hell out of here. Yes, you uh, do that. Okay, uh, I'll just, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be over here around the corner. Uh, yeah. Barry, hey, is hey, he... Barry? Shepner, is he uh, gone yet? Uh, he starts to make his way up the tunnel a little bit. doop a doop a doo Stepping on top of the album. Oh, sorry, sorry. Oh, hey, uh, wait, hey, wait, hey. wait, wait. Oh, uh, we lost Abby for a second. I'm fine. We don't need her. (laughs) You guys can tell the rest of the story. (laughs) Hey, uh, hey, hey, Shep, how you, uh, how you doing over there, buddy? You need a little bit of, a little bit of juicing up? Let's just go to that fairy dragon. He'll be fine. Hey, all right. Uh, all right. Hey, guys, there's eggs down here. Oh, we're going for walkies. <laughs> okay, so ignore the eggs. I forgot to take those out. There are absolutely not eggs there. So exploring the rest of this cave, because I'm not making the same mistake twice, um, you see a big empty nest that looks like they were ready to lay eggs in, but there are no eggs. Aww. Ignore that graphic on roll 20. Um, and you see that there are the bones of a horse, um, probably from the traveler whose bones you see making up part of this nest. You know, there's like a skull here and there. It looks like these owlbears kind of went to town on some travelers and a bunch of other random creatures. Um, And it's kind of just a big old nasty mess in here. But you don't really see anything of value. Uh, I relay that. I shout back, there's nothing of value here. Barry, let's go. Let's go, Barry. Walkies. uh, Where are my balls? (laughs) Sure, let's go for walkies or whatever. Okay. Um, As you are heading back out of here, um, you see kind of near the entrance of this cave, um, a little bit farther back from it, the fairy dragon is just kind of chilling on the ground and looks up at you and says, 
He looks kind of happy about everything, actually, and he sits back up on its back legs and offers a round of applause with its little front claws, and you hear just like a little clapping sound, and uh, says, Well, you did it! Congratulations! Now my forest is much safer, so I do thank you for that. Um, Now, which farmer was it I'm supposed to speak with? Because I've kind of been messing with more than one. I... I believe it was George O'Keefe. He has a lot of big paintings in his house. Oh, he does. Uh, isn't his wife's name Muffy? That's what? not canonical. No. It's absolutely canonical. I no, I refuse. I <laughs> Several paintings of flowers, I believe. Yeah, don't they have a son? Isn't his name Harry or something? Mm. Oh, God, no. I hate this so much. No. We're done. <laughs> All right. Oh so, God. Well, a deal is a deal, and you know how us fae creatures are with that. <sighs> I'll go talk to the farmer. Um, and you see it just kind of like take off into the sky, and it only flies a few feet before it goes invisible. Um, and, but you could tell it was going back in the direction of the farm. Barry, do you still have the stick? <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we well, throw it, Barry. All right, buddy. I gotcha. And, uh, Barry, like, rears back to huck this thing. Do it. Super happy that I spent, like, the first couple rounds of, the, uh, combat, uh, terrified. Because uh, I never play halflings, so I never remember that they have advantage on fright on throws against being frightened. I didn't Ooh. remember that either. So that's that's on you guys. But yeah, I just I just huck that stick. And Shepard runs off into the sunset. In I, the uh... armor? Is is he in the armor? Or does he like burst out of the armor? No, he's in the armor. <laughs> he's in the armor. So you just see running off into the sunset as we finish this session just clink 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 chunk 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 huge warforged fighter with a long sword on his back a shield in one arm just sprinting off into the sunset you just see like a flock of birds uh flies up from about a you know 50 yards away just like marking his progress as he's searching for the stick um <laughs> and i feel like that's a pretty good place to end i mean you guys go back to the farmer he um gives you your reward after he speaks with the fairy dragon and you are on your way back and well i'll leave it up to gary if you ever see uh you know shepherd again if he ever found that stick if he was willing to settle <laughs> for another stick oh no shepherd comes back to the farm with the same stick all right well <laughs> The farmer throws the stick <laughs> off in the sunset again. <laughs> Shepard does not collect his pay. He would have given it to one of the other party. Bear just smiles and and kind of chuckles, seeing Shepard run run and just drinks up on that flask. <laughs> All right, I hope that was fun, guys. Yeah. Yep. No, there, I yeah. fucking loved it. I had fun. 10 out of 10 would have fun again.
I was worried I'd drop too many dog hints and they would find out too soon. You absolutely <laughs> <fucking> <laughs> Yeah, you, you pretty immediately started dropping dog hints, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I was no. like, oh, he's poured it on The moment stick. I picked up that stick and you were like, stick? I was <laughs> like, this motherfucker is a dog. Like, as soon as I mentioned the newspaper, I was like, wait, hold on. <laughs> Road Rover looking ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, before we end, any uh, plug, shout outs, that kind of thing? Uh, we got Kyler fishing after five, Andrew with Casuals of Runeterra, podcast, you or uh, Toast Talk with Will Mengla and Bri Bri, who is also a co-host on Casual Bruntera. Tithe is on Twitch, Jess Panda on Twitch. Uh, am I forsaking anyone else this week? Nope. Not nope. that I'm aware. I don't think so. I've oh. been trying to strike a deal with some folks to see if we can chat out with them, and I've been ignored every single time. So, Right? Uh, okay. I did. Uh, I did remember one thing. M- my character's name is Barry. Uh, m- my character is not intended as like a riff on Gary. That's <laughs> not what this character was designed as. I didn't think about it until it got pointed out to me. Uh, this character is actually based on Jay Chandrascar's character from Beer Fest, who is just better at everything that he does when he's been drinking. <laughs> that was the whole Hey, hey Jeff, Jeff. Jeff. So that was the wanna... picture that I sent. Jeff, do you want to know something? Yeah. That's an actor that I've been compared to numerous times. I am not surprised. That sounds <laughs> Wait, for like racist reasons or comedy reasons? Uh, both. I, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> I don't time, know why people assume that I am Indian and not black. The whole time I was having to resist calling him Barreled and imagining <laughs> him wearing some blue jeans. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I yeah, I, I think have... that's that's everything. All right, Gab. Or so why did I call you Gabby? Why did Gabby? you call me that, Gary? Some Gabarooner. I don't know because <laughs> I'm not because... calling you Carl anymore. Hey, because, Jeff, because Jeff has been using the name Barry, so that fucking threw me off. Uh, Abby, you want to sign us out before I get uh, murdered? All right, guys. I guess we'll see you next week. Bye. I don't know what else to say. Bye, all <laughs>